And he's up there fighting yeah, on a bridge. Maybe that's happened to him before. I, so he's like built up an immunity to. Maybe that's just like a Tuesday in Indian traffic. What do we know? <laughs> they were in Bangladesh, you knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the What's Our Verdict podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Mattson Heiner. Better red than dead. Javier Ortiz. What's up, nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. All right, this is our trial series, gentlemen, where we discuss the facts of a movie, pass judgment, and let our listeners know the verdict. And if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button, share with a friend. Uh, that helps us grow the podcast. Um, also, make sure you check out our sister podcast, What's Our Verdict TV, where we review television shows such as The Witcher, Waco, and Westworld. Today, we're discussing the movie Extraction, a Netflix original released on April 24th of this year. It was directed by Sam Hargrave and written by Joe Russo. It starred Chris Hem- Hemsworth. Here we go. I apologize because I'm going to butcher these names, but they were good in this movie. So, Rudraksh Jaiswal. Piyush Kati and David Harbour. I got the last one. Tyler Rake. <laughs> this movie's about Tyler Rake, a fearless black market mercenary who embarks on the most deadly extraction of his career when he's enlisted to rescue the kidnapped son of an imprisoned international crime lord. So to get started, because this is a very new movie, we'll give us a we'll give everyone a non-spoiler should they go see it or not. Then we'll dive in after that to our heavy spoiler review and ratings. So if you haven't seen it, Listen to whether you should, and then come back and join us after you've seen it. Uh, let's start with Ian. With me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Voice crack? Me? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Let's see. Should you go and see this movie? Or I guess watch it on Netflix, since this is a Netflix one. Um, I'd say yes. Like I think it's worth watching. If you like action-y movies, if you're a fan of like maybe our review on john wick and the equalizer things like that you're gonna like this movie i think it was fairly well acted uh i enjoyed kind of the different scene i don't think i've seen too many movies set in bangladesh so that was kind of interesting but yeah i'd say it's worth watching all right mattson yeah you guys if you've listened to us before you know that we are big fans of john wick we also reviewed equalizer with denzel washington to me this movie is somewhere in between those um, or like them. Reasons being uh, the, the style of fighting. This movie is definitely graphic. Uh, you will see some up close and personal killing. Did enjoy that. There was a scene where there was a triple knife slit that didn't make any sense to me, except it was cool. Was it needed? Certainly not, because you probably needed to kill someone else. But hey, Go for it. And that made me think of Equalizer. And because there was another death scene with like a kind of like a pitchfork rake thing. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, so that's like Equalizer-esque. But then there's a lot of these gun scenes and camera scenes where I was like, oh, they're trying to kind of be like John Wick smooth. But it wasn't completely like the John Wick feel. But it really felt like a movie that fit in that genre. So if you like those movies alone, you're going to love the action in this movie. Uh, and to Ian's point, I did like the change of scenery. I haven't seen an action movie in India set like this. That was cool to me. I, it had me wanting to ask uh, a lot of questions about, is that really what it looks like? It, it, and to some of the people that I know, to just because I've never seen a movie in that setting before. And then lastly, if you like Chris Hemsworth, are you going to like this movie? I would say this: the downfall of this movie, is it is it the best dialogue you're probably not going to watch it for that. But if you if you think Chris Hensworth is an attractive individual, you want to see him beat up some smaller dudes, 
and uh, try and have a, so- a story that kind of interwoves in between, this is a movie or for small you. Small dude, you mean children, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, children. There is uh, literally a scene where he is just bitch slapping kids, and it's yeah, hilarious. It's pretty dang funny. So, long story short, would I watch it again? I would. Uh, if you like action movies, this is definitely a movie you should watch. Javier, dude. So this, I, I was not expecting this movie, like. I had I went into this with similar expectations that I went into watching The Accountant with Ben Affleck. Where I was like, eh, okay, it's an action movie. And like, I mean, like action movies to me are a lot like pizza, right? Like if they're good, they're great. And if nom, they're nom, bad, nom. they're still pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, went into this, was actually really impressed. And I really liked it. So yeah, I would totally watch this again. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta catch my breath after the pizza comment. That was Mitch, great. Are you hungry? I, I'm a little hungry. Are you hungry in more in more ways than one today? Yes, I could eat a little. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> There's a reason, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, I don't know what they're talking about other than I'm fat. For me, I, I'm gonna be the outlier on this, guys. Like, I, let me start off. If you like action, if you're looking for some brutal action and some cool killing and you know fun scenes, definitely check it out. If you're looking for a good movie, this isn't the right one, in my opinion. So, yeah, if you're looking to just be entertained and watch people die and kids get slapped around a little bit here and there, game on, go see it. But again, if you're if you're looking for something that you're going to watch and be enthralled in the movie and the story, I, it's not my thing. So I wouldn't recommend it in that case. But two definitely different tastes as far as which one I would recommend for you to go and see it. But there's my thing with it. So... There you guys have it, whether you should see it, not see it, based on what, some fun little tidbits of what you might see. We're getting ready to move into spoiler territory right now, so I remind you, go see it if you haven't, uh, if you care. If not, join us for the spoiler roller coaster, and here we go. So, I'll start. I wanted to love this movie because the killing was amazing. I like Chris Hemsworth a lot. I really liked the kid, the main kid that was in it. He was likable but to me he was like the only likable character in this movie besides chris hemsworth's handler i liked her because she was brutal and just no nonsense but i didn't like i had no buy-in for this movie like there was nobody that i was rooting for even at the end like i was like oh yeah in fact i was actually pissed off so i'll go deep cut spoilers when they did that little flash as the kid got out of the pool and you see the blurry version of Chris Hemsworth in the background like he survived. I was pissed. I was like, no, the only thing I like about this movie is the fact that he sacrificed himself for this kid. Oh, I didn't even think that was Chris Hemsworth. There's no way he survived. I didn't think He's that was dead. him. Yeah. He's dead. He got shot in the neck. They're making Extraction 2. Chris Ru- or Russo got greenlit for Extraction 2. He's alive? What the? F- no. Just yeah, telling that you. changes my opinion on that oh, a lot. No, 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 I, no. I I hate movies that are like this character's dead and then they bring him back. Like I, I oh, like if you're man. gonna kill someone, just kill him. Just be a man and kill the All character. Right. All right, yep. yeah, you just killed the pooch. Although I Sorry. think the way that they did kill him was kind of dumb. The Fareed kid, I did too. I hated stupid. that. Like, how did he? Uh, so many questions about how that kid gets there at that point without dying. And then is able to shoot it. Like, it was just stupid. It was a dumb way to kill him. Should have been some we, cop. We just spent two hours watching Chris Hemsworth cut through like SWAT teams, 
right? And then he gets dropped by a nine-fingered homeless kid. Come on. <laughs> so Anybody want to go back mean... to pre-spoilers and tell people not to watch it? <laughs> no, like, so my I think my main criticism is how, like, it's just not very creative or unique, right? Yeah. There are yeah. so many John Wick parallels. You've got, oh, like, yeah. even the opening scene is almost exactly like John Wick of him, like, leaning against something, bleeding out, right? That's how John the first John Wick starts. You've got the back tattoo scene, right? John Wick's in the shower, but he's, like, changing his shirt. You see a back tattoo. You've even got the guy who's got the, the rifle barrel pinning someone to the ground while he's reloading it. I'm like, that is classic John Wick stuff. And so my main criticism is it's a very cool action movie. It's just... It's just a knockoff of every other action movie that's ever been made. Yeah. Ian, you had something you wanted to say. Ah, uh, shoot. It's I gone. did have something I wanted to say. Oh, it was uh it was about the kid. Oh, the the badass comment. There's how the uh the one uh what drug lord gives him the you yeah. know, there's always my gift of advice is there's always a bigger badass than you. I was gonna ask, does that mean that Farid Farad or whatever the kid's name is the bigger badass than Chris Hemingsworth because he shot him in the end, or what does that yep. mean? Yep, that's what that means. That's what it means. <laughs> Apparently. Hey, maybe maybe Tyler will go back and kill him in extraction too. Tyler's dead. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping that I'm wrong and that he's dead. Like I'm really hoping that that Russo is not that stupid to actually bring him back. But if you watch that blurry shit, it looks just like him, just blurry, which I'm sure they left it in case they didn't get an extraction too. But they, they, today he got, they got greenlit to, to write extraction too. So there will be an extraction too, because this one has killed it for like three weeks, four, three weeks, however long it has been out until like this last release day on Tuesday, it was like the number one viewed Netflix movie. Yeah, it's in their top 10. I think it was like number one or number two for a while. Yeah. So it's it's bonkers because it was not that good. There's one more thing that I'm a little confused about. Is there any symbolism of him and that kid at the end jumping off something into water and then sitting at the bottom of the water? Did that go over my head? So remember remember when we first got introduced to Chris Hemsworth, Tyler's Tyler, the character, uh, he wakes up, drinks, he says, hold my beer. Uh-huh. And then no, jumps. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's asking if there's something deeper, not that if it just like. Oh, well, I thought it was because he, Chris Hemsworth character thought about like the peace of his family or whatever happened to them and the kid. I don't know. They wanted to show similarities where he found peace underneath water because Chris Hemsworth died in the water and maybe he thought of him protecting him. I don't know. That's that's what I thought that they were trying to make that connection there. But I could be very wrong. I think they were just, in my opinion, you see movies do this a lot where they'll end the way something started. Like they, they'll end the movie the way the, mm-hmm. the movie started and kind of gives it like balance like your intro is your exit. I don't know. That's kind of what I thought they were doing. I'm not watching this movie for balance, man. Yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> stupid. You guys are being very nice about this because I'll tell you what I think it is. I think it was the lead in because you know what my first thought was when the kid jumped in and sunk to the bottom? Now, how the fuck did he know about doing that shit? Mm-hmm. I was like, is this dude still alive? And then they panned up and you see the fuzzy Chris Hemsworth in the back because he's teaching him how he finds his zen, dude. Are you shitting me right now? That's what that was. I'm telling you. That's gross. Because how else? Nobody else does that. He's not just going to randomly jump in a pool, some 
teen, young, early teenage, if that kid jumps into a pool and sinks to the bottom of it, please, nobody just randomly does that. Another complaint, an annoying thing that I had, and you guys can maybe make me feel dumb and why this was done that way. So the the guy that was a part of the the drug crew that was trying to take the kid as well that knew him. What's what's that the Saw character's you. name? And so they they go through that epic fight scene with all those other cops and everything around them. But then Hemsworth later on, whether it was that night or the next day, I think it was that night, calls him and says, hey, I have the kid. And then all of a sudden, they're just hunky-dory working together. And to me, I was I was like, well, couldn't they have just figured that out earlier? Why was it that moment? Why did it just all of a sudden work? And I had problems with that because they went through such an epic fight scene. I was like... Yeah, the guy didn't want to pay them, but at some point could he have said, hey, I just need this kid. I know you don't get your money, but let's figure this out kind of thing. That, that phone call just seemed too simple to me. And how did he get his number? I, that's what I was wondering, actually. <laughs> I was wondering how he got his phone number. But like how they got to working together kind of made sense to me, right? Because uh, that one guy, what's his name? Saju? Yeah. Yeah. I think Saju figured out that. I thought he was awesome. I'm not going to lie. I thought Saju was awesome. So that's why I know his name. He was cool. I liked yeah, he his, was dope. I He was totally cool. So I think he figured out that Chris Hemsworth's character could kill him, right? And that Chris still had the boy, or I guess Tyler still had the boy. But Tyler couldn't get to the extraction point because he didn't have any help, right? So I think that was kind of the what they were trying to make us understand. I, I don't know, man. No, I think you're on the right line. But can I tell you what I did like? What I liked was that one fight scene where Chris Hemsworth kicks that guy down and he falls next to the sofa and he picks the other dude up, swings him around into the guy sitting there and breaks his neck by throwing another man into him. Oh, that was improvised weaponry. Like, that was crazy, dude. Is it just me or did nobody weigh like anything in this movie? I mean, he dwarfed everyone. Everyone was like uh, yeah. four foot that he was fighting. So. Except for the kids who were like three feet. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> I mean, I can give this movie the fact that there was some brutal violence. Like some of the kills, like when he was throwing people on the ground, snapping their necks, oh. throwing them head first. And I, it's funny because usually I watch that kind of shit and I go, that's not realistic. But I didn't have that problem with this movie. I looked at it and I was like, he's a big son of a bitch. And I could see him getting enough velocity behind someone to actually do some real damage, slamming them into something. That's what I, I did like about this movie. The fight scenes seemed realistic to me when they fell off the that balcony into the truck and like it took the you showed them it took them a while to get up to get after that gun and they physically they look wounded and it, they carry that throughout. It, it felt believable to me there where they weren't just Rambo that never gets hurt, that takes on the world. Um, it seemed very realistic there. And I, I did I did like that a lot. Um, what did you guys think of the, the camera angle uh, that they had a lot in this movie? Where, where I call it like the action cam where you were, you were like a part of it. It was kind of jostling while they were running and you were in like kind of the close tight scenes. I thought that was an interesting perspective. That's kind of what I feel like that made me think of John Wick. I feel like they do that a lot in that film, but I enjoy it. And maybe I'm wrong there, but I enjoyed that type of camera angle because I felt like I was standing right there. No, I think John Wick is pretty well known for like the continuous shot, right? Rather than like the constant editing, like like Taken with Liam Neeson. It's like 90 shots to get him over a chain link fence. 
<laughs> so I actually really liked the camera work in this movie. I thought it was really cool to have that continuous scene as they're like going upstairs and are going through like people's apartments and stuff. And he turns a corner and he's attacked. He kills three people and they keep moving. I thought that was super exciting. And there's even one, uh, there's one thing I liked about the action scenes is there's one or two times that I actually paused and rewound it just so I could watch all that happened in just a couple of seconds again. Like, yeah. cause there's one time where he's fighting one or two guys close hand to hand combat and he reloads his handgun with a new magazine while he's fighting somebody. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Kept totally, the barrel like, of the gun down. Hand. Oh. Yeah. I had to go and like That's rewind cool. it and watch it again. So it had some awesome action. Yeah, I sure. also liked that moment where it follows uh, the kid, Ovi or whatever, for, you know, like 45 seconds. So you lose track of Chris Hemsworth. You don't know where he is as this kid's like running. And then he runs through the door being chased by a cop. And then Chris Hemsworth blows that cop's head off. That was awesome. Yeah, there was a lot of death and mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. If you like that, you'll like this movie. Which, oh, for sure. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone should like that. That's, that's dope. But that's all this movie had, though. To the other oh, point, for like, sure. To JJ's point, like that's all this movie is. Like, what else is there? Yeah. Uh, well, well, Javier, <laughs> there's a <laughs> wide range. Can you guys movies in the- explain to me? So remind me, because the, the details are fuzzy. The drug lord that was trying to get the kid was that the one that was like the all powerful one over India, or is he just powerful over that city? Well, there's two places. There's India and Bangladesh. Yeah. And my understanding was the the guy that steals the kid is in Bangladesh. Yes. And the kid's father is in India. And they're they're rival, rival drug, drug lords. lords. Yep. From two different countries. So Got it. But that border. So the, they're on the border area of the two countries. And so that's why this one's worried about him making him the one in jail is worried about him make look humiliating him. The other one wants to. So yeah, but that's why. What's uh, is a little surprised because the dude that was in jail, like once it was on the border, like what is he not gonna? Yeah, I know the girl and her team were there, and that maybe that was him sending more force. But man, it sure seemed like th- that other drug lord, if he really wanted his son, he could have done a little bit more. But he just well, like they explained that that his assets were frozen, so he didn't have any money. Uh, okay, that, that's what I forget those details. Which is a little why bit. they got double crossed, right? Yeah, because yeah. they couldn't afford to pay them. Okay, all yeah. right, that makes me feel a little better. He dug up enough to get the first part. part of the payment, but not the delivery side. Okay. okay. So, JJ, I want to ask you, because where this movie tried to connect to us emotionally, uh, you know, when they uh, they went into that guy's house, I should remember that actor's name because I really like him from Stranger Things. His name escapes me. David Harbour. I just call him Hopper. Hop. Really, I love that he's... Love that guy. But that was to me, that was a part of the movie where they try to do a lot more emotional connection, at least the scene leading up to that. And then there when he's talking to the boy while he's laying in bed. What about that didn't work for everyone? Because to me, that was the attempt of the movie to say, hey, here's more just beyond killing. But it seems like it didn't really fall on any of our shoulders. Felt forced to me. That was my problem. It didn't add anything to the movie. And if they were going to add it, it should have been the first thing that they showed. Now, I know it's cliche for a movie, but if you show this guy having a fight with his ex-wife or the wife he hasn't seen forever about him leaving to go to, you know, to volunteer to go to duty because he can't deal with the fact that his kid's got cancer and running away from that responsibility and being a father and then showing him getting the news that, you know, his son had died or what, and he has a kind of a breakdown 
But all I get is him sitting at the bottom of, a, of some weird body of water, getting a flashback of him on the beach. That doesn't emotionally tie me to you. Like I look at you and go, oh, they were too lazy to write you a good backstory. So they gave me some flashes and they don't care if they don't care enough to put enough about your backstory that's supposed to connect me emotionally, then I don't care about you emotionally. That's just, and I'm not going to try because the people that wrote and directed and did all this didn't ask me to try by putting in some effort to it. It was lazy to me trying to make us feel for this guy. Like I said, at the end of it, I didn't even give a shit that he died. If I thought it was the best thing that he could have done because I have no emotional tie to him. I wasn't sad about it. I was actually like, good, he died. Nice way to end it. I like it. Because I, I just didn't care. I think I was more disappointed when Saju died than I was Chris Hemsworth. I think sadness in an action movie is such a weird motivating emotion. I think that's why I like John Wick, because it's anger and equalizer, because there is no emotion. Right? And then, so, I like that in an action movie better than like, oh, my kid died, so now I, I just want to die. Like, eh. Speaking about uh, Saju, I, to me, I wanted... When he died, and all we got was Hemsworth glanced at him as he was clearing the bridge. Yeah. That was so abrupt and cold, cold-hearted <laughs> to me. And I was like, "This guy just sacrificed his life and his family to save this kid, and all we're going to get is Hemsworth stepping in his general direction, looking at him, and moving on." And that was it. That to me, I that pissed me off because I like he was busy a lot. I get things to do, man. That, he just killed. He killed three of Chris Hemsworth's like buddies on the start of the movie so i didn't feel bad about that at all i was surprised that they started working together because i would have a hard time if i knew this guy just killed three of my friends i would have a hard time being like yeah let's work together it's all forgotten i mean it depends on which three yeah <laughs> valid point javier valid point and were, was he really buddies with those guys or was it just a ramshackle crew they put together well he definitely was with the sniper that yeah because he? he specifically he specifically asked about him. Wait a minute. They all sucked, though. They died. They all suck. <laughs> oh, well, they got played hard. I'm just sad it took them that long to figure out they were getting played. Like, I'm sitting there going, really? It took you that long to figure that shit out? Come on. I'm just saying. Yeah, if like, you guys are professional. I had a hard time with that because how do you get onto the boat? and past these two guys that are literally you have three people watching there's only one way onto a boat you know what i mean like and down that how does this guy get down there and then back up without being seen my thought was since he's the one that probably approved the plan because he was like the one supposedly that was going to pay for it and run it he probably knew it and maybe he got on the boat like immediately and was just always there that's how i rationalized it but even then if you got you got to get off the boat and if there's only one way out of that boat and G's sitting there watching. That's very true. There you go. I don't get how you get off yes. a boat without being seen once and then end up popping the guy that's. And then he has an expert woods. shot and shoots him like, yeah. The, yeah. So there are a few things like that that kind of bugged me. but And the only time that a main character misses a shot is when it's that stupid kid at the end of the movie that killed Chris Hemmingsworth and his friend and the gal like starts shooting at him and can't seem to hit him even though he's standing up straight with a. AK-47, just like, oh, hey, I got you know, it. Like, the last shot that she made was sniping some dude at like 2,500 yards. Which, how did she even find that guy? Holy cow. That would have With the same gun that she's holding. Yeah, so, that's frustrating. Anyways. <laughs> My other my other qualm with this movie, if you guys remember, I mean, there wasn't a ton of it, but the CGI with some of the explosions, 
that annoyed me because it was so bad. It was totally they didn't spend enough money on that. It was very fake to me. It there was a, like the scene where they crashed the the truck they were in. Where I just remember I was like, oh, this is so not good looking. Like why why Netflix? Why didn't you just spend a little bit more money on making that actually look like an explosion? Or the top shot of the helicopter with the there was two explosions and they looked so terrible. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is bad. If your one focus is action, I was like, I th- you'd think they would have spent the money just to make it look like it belonged. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got to throw my pettiness yeah. in there, you know. Oh, that's but all I I've would, been doing. So. I would like to point out that he kicked a dude into a crumbled brick wall and also broke his neck. Yes. Did he break so. his back, too? I feel like he broke his back, too. Oh, he broke. I don't know. That guy's probably his bones. Because he, he hit his head and then he landed on like the the wall rock and i thought maybe he broke his back too that part was sick yeah but some guy gets hit by a moving truck and he gets up <laughs> i i did find just that. a fucked up shoulder two guys got hit by cars yeah chris yeah. got it, it, yeah, they, Tyler, both chris, they both got hit his was kind of an accident and he rolled up onto the hood of the car and then rolled down so yeah he's gonna be hurt but this dude got hit by a box truck that was taller than he was. There's no fucking rolling away from this shit. And then he got thrown into a fucking car behind it. And he was laying there like, oh, I'm hurt. And then the next thing you see, he's just a little bloody and got a broken nose. Fuck off. You got no ribs, dude. Like, your shit's so broke right there. And he's up there fighting yeah, on a bridge. Maybe happened to him before. <laughs> so he's, like, built up an immunity, too. Maybe that's just, like, a Tuesday in Indian traffic. What do we know? <laughs> They were in Bangladesh, you knucklehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it was a little rough to watch. There was, I, yeah, and I love David Harbour, but even his scenes, like as much as those two, because you got two men that can act. It's not, Chris Hemsworth has proven that he's a great actor, even outside of the Marvel shit. Like he's done movies where he's really good. What is like, he ever, outside of the Marvel stuff? He's done quite a few things. Actually, shit's the right word for Marvel. <laughs> this guy, I I couldn't go through all the list, but he's got. There's so one that like I the remember. Huntsman, called Black Snow White's and the Huntsman. Yeah, but that, that movie fucking a pile of shit. He was in. He was in. Yeah, but he was in both of those. By the so, but he was in a movie called Black Hat. That's pretty cool. Really good acting. Javier would probably hate it because it's a slow moving some bitch, but it's cool. It's a hacker kind of thing. And then he was in. The other one that I always think of off the top of my head was the one where they were on the horseback. Oh, Perfect uh, Mountain. No, no 12 Strong. Yeah. That, that one's really good. Yeah, and he acts the shit out of that movie. Like, he's so good. Um, where it's the guys in Afghanistan, and they're on horseback. The soldiers on horseback. Really good movie. They couldn't afford motorcycles? Seems stupid to me. Uh, maybe you should watch it, and then you'd actually know what was going on. <laughs> Wow, Madsen. Jeez. <laughs> Seems stupid to me. Oh, shit. Um, but yeah, so, and then you've got David Harbour, who we know can act. I mean, the man's fun to watch, not even just in, you know, the Stranger Things series. He's good in, especially now, he's good in everything that he was in. Dude, he was great in, what was it? The De- Was it The Departed? No, but yeah. Was he in Departed? Hellboy. I don't think, I don't know if he was in Departed. I know he was in the, oh, what? what was the other one we were just talking about? The one with uh, Denzel Washington. 
Equalizer. He was in Equalizer. What? He's an Equalizer. Oh no, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's the drug guy yeah. that he takes to the meat market yeah, or whatever. He's the bad, the crooked of. cop. Oh, he was so good. Oh that. yeah, 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 yeah. And he was great in that. But I, it was funny during our our podcast for that one. He that he was wasted on that movie, to, in my opinion, because David Harbor was so good. But that was early in his career. But yeah, you get those two in this scene, and they're acting the shit out of it and it was it made me like i looked at it and was like this just doesn't fit like, you have these two guys having this emotional battle about how they were friends and one saved the other now you're trying to sell out this kid he's offering to kill him and dump the body just to save his life and i'm sitting and they're having i mean it's a pretty emotional thing they're talking about his dead kid you know i'm like it doesn't fit with the rest of the movie like i'm watching this going i this would be great acting if i hadn't watched the rest of this garbage before now <laughs> it just did nothing for me at all which yeah. is sad. It seemed that scene was like random to me. I was like, oh, this is how this is going to go down. Like, okay, weird. Yeah. I did think it was a little convenient that he was there in the first place. And they never explained that. Like, yeah. What his character's doing there. He's just he's like, I've got a wife. I'm like, I've got, I have an Uber. Okay. I'm going to go pick up my friend. Or yeah. Just call me. <laughs> oh, he gets a phone call. I saved his life. Tell him to come get me. <laughs> what? And then what? they're like, I wouldn't do that. And then they also never explained that. It's a mess. I think, well, yeah, it's a mess. It's another movie that was directed by, so the guy, Hargrave, that Chris Hargrave that directed this is a stuntman. He's been Chris Hemsworth's stuntman for ages. And so he comes in and it's it's a lot like, reason it's a lot like John Wick. The, the action's really good. The difference was is the storyline behind John Wick was done in a way that emotionally attached you to this man. And so you were rooting for him the whole time. They did that early and they did it quick and they did it very deep. That's why I say this one, I had no buy-in other than watching him murk people throughout the movie because I couldn't, I wasn't tied to this guy at all. So the movie just should have brought in an attack dog that was with Chris Hemsworth and the dog died. And then we get into it. To JJ's point though, like, or lean into the redemption arc. Well, yeah, because the whole time I'm like, do I care if this guy dies? <laughs> like the whole time I'm asking myself that. And it turns out I don't at the end. <laughs> yeah. And they could have leaned into the redemption arc, right? That's all they had to do. Like I said, show him abandoning his child and his wife. And now it's about saving another kid, which is what they tried to do. But they didn't get you attached early, which was their mistake. Yeah, you had to get there by yourself. Right, like, yeah, you had like, to force it. Yeah. Well said. Anything else we want to share about extraction? I'm good. Dude, he killed so many people. Oh, yeah, that is true. Would you like to know how many kills there are in this movie? I was just looking that up. How many? 183. Oh, that's going to be a, a, a trivia fact when we release this. How many kills were there? I think that beats John Wick 1. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, so John Wick's kill count for the first and second movie reaches 202 kills. So that's the first two John Wicks barely beat out this one movie. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it, so, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of killing. So, and it, to oh, be yeah. fair, like, we've crapped on the majority of like the plot and the dialogue. To be fair, there's not a lot of plot and there's not a lot of dialogue. So you don't have to put up with it for that long. Yeah, true. You got to fit 180, what, three kills in there somewhere. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And the kills were brutal. It was fun. I mean, it was a fun watch if you're looking for action. That's for sure. Let me say, let me say this. I was on IMDb. It says writer Joe Russo has explained the ambiguous ending with an 
with an out-of-focus figure in the distance as being a key part to the possibility of a sequel. Rake, which is the main character, is not confirmed to be dead in the end, and a sequel is not out of the question. Damn him. I mean, Joe Russo is the Marvel dude, right? Yeah. He's one of them, yes. I mean, that's just typical Marvel shit, right? (laughs) Like, you kill off everyone and you just bring them back. You do some shitty time traveling. So, I mean, that's just Joe Russo stuff. Like, of course this guy's not dead. Why would he be dead? This guy couldn't kill off a character to save his life. Jeez. Dude, they killed off two that they haven't brought back, and nor are they going to bring them back. So yeah, shush your pie the, hole. The actors were like, and they don't want to do Here's the newest anymore. interview with and him. And so they had to. Um, again, this, they gave him the red light, or the red light, Jesus Christ, the green light for this. And he said, we're not committing yet to whether the story goes forward or backward in time. We left a big loose ending that leaves question marks for the audience. But Chris Hemsworth has signed on for the second one so it's either going to be a flashback movie and he's dead or it'll be a flash forward movie and he's alive somehow or it'll be a flashback and he's still fucking alive who knows with kids though there'll be more kids yeah as long as he's slapping more kids around that's all that matters all right gentlemen i think it's time to rate this movie and say whether we would watch it again So that's probably pretty clear from the intro, but we'll do it anyway. Um, I'll start this time with ratings. I'm going to give this movie a one and a half. Um, And all one and a half of it comes from the fact that the action was awesome. Everything else in this movie, to me, was a giant turd. So one and a half it is because the action was badass. If you want to see people get murked and kids get slapped around, watch this movie. (laughs) If you want to watch this movie expecting something a good movie, it's not it. It's just not it. In fact, most of the things that should have been good to me made this movie worse. The only thing that was good was the action choreography. So that's me. Uh, Mattson. Dang. Um, I'm going to give it a 2.5. I guess I found myself just enjoying the action and was okay enjoying that. But to JJ's point, there's not a lot of emotional ties to this movie. The story throughout was disjointed at best for me. If you like Chris Hemsworth and you want to see him in an action movie and do his thing and do it well with these, I mean, just action galore, watch this movie. 2.5. Is it great beyond that? No. Would I watch it again? If it was on, definitely a couple of scenes I'd probably rewatch, but not something I'm seeking out. Yeah, I forgot to say, I'm not watching this movie again. Ian? Um, I'm kind of struggling with how to rate this one because I don't want to go too low and put it in the category of like an Olympus has fallen or a white house down or something like that. Wow. So, just yeah. wow. Just wow. <laughs> no, I'm saying, cause this one was better than those. Javier, I think you can at least agree with that. Right? No, I don't think, I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Never mind. What? Um, I never thought I would defend White House Down over anything, but I'm close. Oh, really? Wow. Because at least I laughed at that movie. I laughed when he was slapping the kids around. I mean, I laughed at that too, but I laughed at almost the whole movie, White House Down, even though half of it I was laughing at how bad it was, but I was still laughing. But the action in this alone is so much, whatever, it's Ian's, I'm taking away from Yeah, sorry, Ian, go ahead. Yeah, no. Um, I think I'll do 2.5 right in the middle. The action was there. Uh, but that's all it had, as has been said. So Javier. Okay, I'm trying to understand. So it's in on par with other things I've rated. What did I give Bloodshot? You gave Bloodshot a three. 
Okay, okay, okay. And what did I give White House down? You gave White House down. I'm pretty sure you gave White House down a three as well. Hold on. White House down, you gave a three. Okay, okay. And and just to remind everyone, I gave the town a 2.5, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So this is better than the town for sure. So I'm just try to rub it in our faces with that. <laughs> so I think I <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I think I'm gonna give this a I think I'm gonna give it a three. I think I'm gonna put it on par with Bloodshot and uh and White House down. Yeah. Are you rewatching this? You as well, Ian. Um, if somebody else wanted to watch it and hadn't seen it, I'd sit through it, but I'm not going out of my way to watch it again. What about you, Javier? Dude, this is a great background movie. You know, you're just like doing some work and, and you just got some dude snapping his neck on some other dude. Yeah, I'd watch this again. I don't know if I'd give it a hundred percent of my attention, but yeah, I'd watch this again. All right. Cool. JJ, I have a question for you though. You gave <laughs> JJ, it's like dying. <laughs> JJ, you gave you gave Bloodshot a two point five and you gave this a one point five. Are you still oh, feeling good about your rating there? I would watch Bloodshot a thousand times before I watch this movie again. Wow. Now who's wow. being dramatic? I'm pretty sure I'm watching this over Bloodshot for sure. I would not. At least Bloodshot had an somewhat albeit poorly acted but somewhat intriguing story. This movie had no story. It was some fucking asshole that was running around killing sons of bitches, which is fun to watch, but it doesn't make for a good movie. And while I didn't enjoy Bloodshot for the most part, I would I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed this movie. Wow. Okay. Defense. And it's hard for me to speak right now because I really want to go through the screen and poke Javier in the eye because we agreed com- almost completely on this movie throughout. It was a very peaceful podcast until he fucking said this was better than the town see i would like to point out i am not the hostile one here no i'm very hostile Javi, your like, opinion of the I town i'm sweating right now like so much. can't even discuss me sometimes that you're on the podcast and say that because that movie is a great movie <laughs> and then you come back and say white house down is better than the town how dare you oh absolutely hands down I joe joe gold if you're listening to this shame on you for liking javier i would watch white house down a thousand times before i watch the town again and a thousand times dude i'm like i'm being attacked right now <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the verdict, I guess. Uh, we did have a shout-out. I'm going to throw up on Javier. Jeez. No, <laughs> I would have been perfectly fine with everything he said had he not thrown in the fucking town He always again. has to throw that in. Every <laughs> time. I didn't talk about Jurassic Park this time. You just did. Well, until just now. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying you got to give credit where credit is due. You know, that's fair. Let JJ JJ put in our our great listener, because I guess this is a great segue into what you're probably going to say. Jurassic Park. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we did get another five star review, gentlemen. So I wanted to give these guys a shout out. This is from another podcast, actually. They're called the BB and C podcast. Um, And what they said was it was good. They're. Their headline is, Good Idea, this group of co-hosts brings a lot to the table. If you're looking for a comprehensive breakdown of your movie of choice by a group of easy-talking friends and look no further, their arbitration series does a great job of comparing pros and cons of two movies, and the variety of opinions from different hosts works well to cover multiple viewpoints. So thanks, BB&C Podcast. We appreciate that. I will let you guys Thank know. You. I don't know if you have yet or not. You should go listen to them. They're pretty funny. They have longer episodes, so if you guys like a longer-form 
format. Everybody go check these guys out. They talk about movies, gaming news, um, some really pop culture shit. They're pretty funny. Make me laugh. I was listening to them. They, they're funny shit. So go check them out. BBNC podcast. And uh, thanks, guys. We appreciate the five-star review. Javier, why don't you tell them where they can find us? Oh, let me tell you guys where you guys can find us. <laughs> so you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere where you can find just the cream of the crop, just best of the best perfect of the most perfect podcast that you could possibly imagine we're talking like 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 just mental orgasm of podcasts where you would find those is where you can find us you can also find us on social media instagram twitter facebook uh, you can also uh, slide right into those dms or email us at host at what's our verdict.com if you just want to talk you want to chat or you have some movies that you'd like us to watch we're uh we're game for that how was that thanks javier loved <laughs> wow. it for next week we have a request from joe gold he has requested jurassic park 3 to test the strength of our podcast bond uh that will be released next monday at 11 a.m eastern time as always at this point i think we've said all we can say about this particular movie so that's that that's our verdict and we'll catch you on the next one bye-bye now bye